The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Hopefully, uh, I don't know, do you celebrate Houston over there? Mardi Gras we, in Houston. Celebrate, we don't celebrate, but they do it in Galveston. Okay. But, you know, happy, happy, happy uh, Mardi Gras, happy Ash Wednesday, Valentine's Day. We got the combo. Uh, <laughs> bro, I'm Catholic, you know, so it's tough. My wife is like, I'm like, you want to go to dinner tonight yeah. to celebrate Valentine's Day? She's like, no, because I can't eat meat. Mm. I, we gotta, I gotta, she's like, I gotta go to church and get the ashes. I can't eat meat. She's like, right. I don't want to go to a nice, but I don't want to go to a nice dinner and not be able to eat meat. So I don't know. We're going to bump Valentine's Day celebration later in the week. I don't it's very know. Very true. You can always do some seafood there. To get some nice seafood places there. Some of those, those restaurants there. Anything Papa, Papacito seafood's pretty good, right? It's not as good as it's. It's okay. No, it's not I, as good. I understand. Um, yeah. But you started with Valentine's. They will do that. There was a couple of mock drafts that came out. I know how you love mock draft season, and we uh, we, yeah. we, we we tend to have some fun with it. But at the same time, it does kind of. It, it does help us and Saints fans to kind of maybe narrow down, you know, up to, to at least 20, 10 different names or whatever of people that you can sort of look at for the most part. So we're going to get to that in a second, but you mentioned it's Valentine's Day. So here's a fun question of the day that I'm throwing out there to our audience, and I'll start with you. Pelicans and Saints player, okay, you can do this. If uh, If there was one player you had to make sure – that you got a Valentine's Day gift for. A really nice gift to make sure that they knew you appreciated them. Who on the Saints team would that be? See, this is a hard one. For the Pelicans, I was thinking it would, it would be easy because it would be Herb Jones. I'd That's be like, where Herb, I'm going. I know, I know you heard all those train rumors, buddy, I, and it's all nonsense. We were never going to trade you in Atlanta. We're never going to trade you anywhere. Here's a box of chocolates. Here's a card. You know, so that herb, the Pelicans, it's easy. The Saints is is difficult because, like, Derek Carr. Eh, I'm going to throw out a name for you that I think might might shock some people. I'm going to say Lattimore Ooh. because with with Marshawn Lattimore, the Saints they cannot trade him before the draft. The cap hits like thirty three million dollars if they trade him before the draft. So they like that's not happening. So they might trade him in the summer. But here's the thing, Gus. Even if you're going to do that, I want to send him a Valentine's Day card, a nice chocolate, maybe a spa gift massage, yep. Uh, yep. gift certificate. Because the thing is, you don't want Lattimore upset in the summer and doing the speedy deuce, yelling at people during practice and making it toxic. Where everybody in the league knows, oh, he's out of here. And mm. you don't trade him, okay. you're going to cut him. So, like, I think you want to 
You want to patch up that Lattimore relationship. One, if you keep him, you want him happy for 2024. But if you trade him, you want to be able to get like maximum value for him in August. And you want to be trading him to a team like a Detroit or like a, I don't know, a, 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 a the Rams or Cincinnati, a team that thinks they're a contender and thinks that he's the final piece. You don't want to be trading him for 50 cents on the dollar because he's been cutting up and acting a fool at practice. So I'm sending I'm sending Lattimore my Valentine. So yours is a very strategic uh, Valentine's gift. So I'm going Herb Jones with you as well. I think he's very important to his team. <laughs> I want to make sure that he knows we love him. Here's, here's something nice for you as well. Uh, and then when it comes to the Saints, I'm going to go to the other side of the ball. I'm going to go Alvin Kamara. Here's my two, oh, here's my two reasons. Yeah, yeah. I have said, and you know when we talk on Wednesdays, I think without Alvin Kamara, I shudder to think where this team would be the last two years, right? I mean, this guy's almost been like the head coach on the offensive side of the football. He's yep. had to go to Dennis Allen two years ago and beg them, hey, coach us harder, hold us accountable when they had a lot of penalties in his first year. Last year, you know, the guy's literally going to Pete Carmichael after he'd gone to other players and asked them what plays do they want to be called. I mean, he's had to be the intermediary, you know, when it comes to that. He's come out in the mm-hmm. past and said, hey, before you all talk about me, you guys got to get off of, you know, um, um, Michael Thomas is back last year. Like, he has been not only a voice mm-hmm. in that locker room, he goes and picks up defensive players on the floor. You know, I just – I and, and here's the thing. I want him to feel – that the last two years we're moving we're moving on from that because Ralph right. he's not only important in this locker room but some guy named Christian McCaffrey who's been compared to a lot really mm-hmm. excels in that San Francisco offense. That's right. So here's my That's Valentine's right. to you, buddy. Go enjoy yourself. I'll see you when you come back at OTA so you can learn this offense. But this offense. You're about the star once again, and I appreciate that you kept this team together. So here's my Valentine's to you. That's right. We're gonna re. It's not just the Valentine. It's to. It's not just to <laughs> say appreciation. It's like the so like reignite the romance, right? We're gonna get the romance back, like when we first started dating. It's 2017, 2018. We're gonna get. We're gonna get it back. That's and right. I think that's a great point. Like the thing is with the Saints, like I know fans hate Dennis Allen, and I don't want to get into the whole Dennis Allen thing. But I think it's absolutely critical that the DeMario Davises, the Camaras, those guys, I think it's it's absolutely critical in 2024, not only that they play well, but that they're healthy. Because you know this. Like, if a guy gets injured in the NFL and they're out for the year, they don't hang around. They, like, get ghosted and, like, disappear. So, like, those guys that kind of run the locker room, and even though DA is not a great speaker and all this, like – it's absolutely critical that these old guys for the Saints, that they play well and stay healthy because I believe they're like the foundational pillars that like hold it up. You know, I shudder to think like if, if they, those guys weren't around, you know, Derek and DeMario Davis, they weren't having breakfast next year every week because one of them's hurt. Like, I just think it's you're right with Kamara. And I'll throw it out this way. The Saints, if they could pair him with a really good back, maybe it's Miller, whoever, he could be really good. Like, Kamara, he might not be what he was, right? But he's he can he can still be really really good. I mean, look, uh, I haven't had a chance to ask you obviously because the game was just on Sunday. But Christian McCaffrey was that MVP. 
wasn't he? I mean, I mean, he was so key. I mean, he just, he was the guy, man, for the 49ers. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm looking at that offense. And, and I know it's not going to be exactly the same. You need to have those same parts. But what do you take from that game on Sunday in, in a game that I thought 49ers dominated for a while? But the, the way, as Tony Romo mm-hmm. said, the, these are built-in completions just based on formations mm-hmm. and motion and what they're doing. Like, are you excited to see that, or I'm, are you kind of, um, you know, pessimistic I'm that this is the roster to can do? The thing that I'm most excited to see with the San Francisco, with the Chicago Shanahan offense is I know everybody talks about the play action, and Nick Hunter was talking about, hey, they do really quick drops, and that'll help protect them. The thing that I'm really interested in is the things that they run, Gus. When it hums, it looks so easy. Guys running open, hitting them in stride. Even when the Saints offense, when it was humming last year, and it was pretty good at the end of last year, even when it was looking really good, it always looked hard to me. It was like, oh, A.T. Perry goes up and makes a great catch. Oh, Crestolabe's juggling the ball and scoring a touchdown. Like, even when they were scoring, it looked so hard, right? The San Francisco offense, when it clicks, it looks easy. You got Ayuk running across the middle, hitting in stride, hitting in space, creating. It just looks easy and simple. And that's what I'm excited about. Make it easy. Like, and that's what it was with Sean Payton and Drew Brees when they were home. It looks easy. And I just think these are the receivers that the Saints have. Olave, Perry, like those guys, uh, Rashid Sheed. I think they can be really good. The thing that the Saints are going to need to figure out Running back, offensive line. But if they do, I think Kubiak, like, it's not in, it's not completely insane that me and you are talking next January and are like, oh, my God, what are the Saints going to do? Kubiak's leaving. He's, he got a head coaching guy. They got to replace the whole stuff again. Okay. Like, I don't think that's it, – it's, it, it's a long shot, but it's not – far-fetched look at bobby slovic look at dave canales yeah, tampa like yeah. he got tampa won one more game baker was pretty good and it got canales a head coaching job like yeah. there's a world where like the saints are kind of similar in points scored points allowed get a couple more breaks and like people are like oh my god that kubiak you see what he did with Derek Carr? he got the saints 10 and 7 they won a playoff game he's the guy for us and you're like eh, it's not that much different but i i just there's a scenario where this offense, where it really comes together. The Saints, my, my short part, they're not starting from nothing. They have a lot of nice stuff for him to play with. Yeah, I, I'm with you. So I, I, I'm interested to see how it's going to go and how quickly they can learn everything. I, I'm also interested, Ralph, in um, who the rest of the staff's going to be, right? So I'm kind of yeah, keeping right. an eye on that. And, and, look, I know there's some names up there. We'll wait for it to be official, and then we'll, I guess, talk about it on Wednesday. Before I let you go, i got four minutes left. Um I do want to talk about the two mock drafts because this is what we do around this time of the year. So Field Yates for ESPN, he's kind of taking the Todd McShay spot to go with Mel Kuyper. So his his mock draft has, by the way, LSU fans. He has Jane Daniels to the commanders at two. But all the way, let's scroll to 14, and there it is. It is a tackle, which is what I'm saying. I, I'm You know what? I know it's not sexy. I get it. Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma. So what do you make of that if they go in that situation? I love the last line. 
he has allowed one sack over 29 career games and 15 starts. I like, listen, I, I don't watch, I don't crunch the tape. The one thing I do like about this pick is I like the big five competition. That was a concern with Penning, like he was in Northern Iowa. You know the level of competition at Oklahoma is good. The one thing that I will say, you know, the little plug for our podcast is we have a, a co-host of mine, Kevin Held, and he does mock drafts. And he doesn't study tape, but what he does is he does the mock drafts over and over again. And he knows, like, the tiers of the tackles. And, like, when there's a drop-off, right, there's, like, there's one tier of three or four tackles, and there's a giant drop-off. And it's like that with all positions. And when he does the mocks, it helps me to learn the drop-off. The concern to me, Gus, at tackle with the Saints is, are they going to be patient enough at 14 to say, hey, there's, like, three or four good tackles. If we don't get any of them, we draft the defensive end. Are they going to be patient enough, or are they going to do what the Saints love to do and be like, we can't be patient. Hey, Giants, here's the pick number 45. We're moving all the way to six, and we're getting an alt from Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. You know, because th- that's what they do, right? And that's, that, that's the concern with the Saints is they have so many holes, Gus, that they can't do this trade-up stuff anymore. They they need a big, deep draft class because mm-hmm. they have so many holes um, to fill. Uh, we'll see. The other thing with the draft is that I'm, I'm really interested in, and this kind of goes to free agency. I'm really interested to see. I know the Saints don't have a lot of cap space, and they'll create some. I'm, you remember 2017 when the Saints did, like, they didn't have much cap space, but, like, the first or second day, they did aggressive signings, but they were A.J. Klein and Ted Gill. And they weren't big money signings, but right. they were, like, aggressive, like, middle-class readings. I wonder if the Saints are going to do that, and they might try to do that with an offensive tackle, like a Trent Brown from the Patriots, right? It's not good, but, like, if you got Trent Brown and Ramchek and penning and you draft the guy then suddenly a tackle you're like okay we got some stuff you know so i'm just curious to see what they try to do in free agency because gus they have so many right. holes in my if if they trade up i'm gonna lose my mind like just hang tight at 14 and get the best player you well, can maybe it's a tackle maybe it's brock Bowers. you don't know i mean that to me is the thing that they must well, uh, Pro Football Network is the other one that I was talking about, not for Pro Football Talk, but that 14, Talisi Fuaga, offensive tackle from Oregon State. So tackles in both of those mock drafts. We'll talk more about it on Wednesday. Got to hit the break, man. Thank you so much, Ralph. As always, appreciate the time. As always.